My name is Robert Mozer. I'm a medical oncologist at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York, and I am the uh, lead uh, principal investigator of the Javelin 101 Phase 3 trial of Avalumab plus Exitinib versus Sinitinib in first-line therapy for advanced renal cell carcinoma. Right, now this Javelin study in renal carcinoma, extremely interesting. You're combining two agents. First of all, could you explain to me what was the challenge that you felt you were facing in this disease? Well, renal cell carcinoma has always been considered uh, as one of the more difficult cancers to treat associated with a poor prognosis. It's been always listed as one of the top 10 killers in cancer. There's been tremendous progress in our ability to treat and manage this disease, largely through the development of anti-VEGF tyrosine kinase inhibitors, uh, such as sunitinib and exitinib. And of course, sunitinib has floated to the top, uh, and this was a huge advance on previous therapy with things like interleukin and interferon. Yes, sunitinib, uh, the development of sunitinib has really changed the tide in terms of our uh, our management of kidney cancer. Uh, prior to sunitinib, we had very little to offer our patients. The standard treatments were interferon and interleukin-2. There was a large uh, trial, which I was also the principal investigator on, that compared sunitinib to interferon and showed a large difference in progression-free survival and response. Um, so sunitinib was approved in the United States in April 2006, and since then has really been the kind of reference standard around the world for first-line treatment of this disease. And of course, coming down the pike have been the checkpoint inhibitors making great progress, some of which have been licensed in this indication. So what was it about your new combination, because you're now combining a VEGF inhibitor with a checkpoint inhibitor. Why did you go for that, and can you tell me how you made that choice? Both VEGF TKIs and checkpoint inhibitors have single-agent activity in kidney cancer. But there's a strong rationale for combining them. In addition to the anti-angiogenic effects of drugs like sunitinib and exitinib, they also have effects where they change the immune environment around the tumor. So they kind of prime the tumor for uh, the checkpoint inhibitor to come in and alert your immune system to the cancer. And so, there is a, uh, a synergism between the two, and that's what's really uh, attractive about combinations with VEGF and IO. Now, why did you go for Avelumab and Axitinib? So, Avelumab is a uh, PDL1 inhibitor that is uh, developed by uh, Merck and, and uh, Merck KGCAA and Pfizer, and uh, Exitinib is also developed by Pfizer. Um, one of the reasons that we chose Exitinib to combine with the checkpoint inhibitor is because it, it combines better with other medications than sunitinib. We tried combinations of sunitinib and another drug called pazopinib with immune therapies, but there was a high amount of toxicity. Exitinib seems to have less toxicity than those drugs, so it combines better with the immunotherapies. And that's what was attractive about this combination with Exitinib and Avelumab. Could you run me through what you did and what the results were? So this was a, uh, a trial. Their eligibility was patients who had had measurable cancer, no prior systemic therapy, pdl one staining positive for tumors. 
the primary uh, objective of the trial was there was two co-primary endpoints, progression-free survival and overall survival in the PD-L1 positive group. But the statistics were already also set up so that these could be adequately assessed in all comers, regardless of PDL1 status. Um, the PFS endpoint was assessed by an independent review committee, as well as by investigators. And what did you find? At an early analysis, an interim look, there was a large benefit in progression-free survival for Avalumab plus Exitinib in the PDL1 population, as well as in all comers. There was also a doubling of the objective response rate. The overall survival endpoint, which is also a key endpoint, uh, is, ha, was, was not reached in this interim analysis because there was so few survival events. We're going to have to continue to look at the overall survival, the impact of the regimen on overall survival as the data mature. What are the clinical implications then of your findings so far from Javelin? I think that the progression-free survival was so robust, benefit was robust, the objective response rate was robust, the safety profile was favorable, that it warrants the, uh, this drug, this combination as a, a new standard of care for patients with advanced kidney cancer. Now, your progression-free survival for all comers was nearly as good as for those with PDL1 positivity. Why was that, and what do you think are the practice implications of that fact? The benefit was seen in all comers. I think that, to me, it indicates that we don't necessarily have to test PDL1 into in a patient's tumors. That we can this this regimen would be offered to to all patients with advanced RCC, irregardless of the PDL1 staining. And even though it's not necessarily hitting the target, or the target doesn't seem to matter, why is it, do you think, that this targeted therapy is working so well? Well, I think it is hitting the target. I mean, I, I, I think that PDL1 staining, there's some issues around PDL1 staining. For one thing, tumors are heterogeneous, so certain areas may be PDL1 positive, certain areas may be PDL negative. PDL expression can change over time, so um, I do think I, I, I do think that the, um, the 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 drugs are hitting the target. Um, I think that's probably a more of an issue with regard to our techniques for staining uh, and the fact that the tumors that we stain the the small piece may itself not be PDL1 positive, but I do think it's hitting the targets. There has been quite a bit of progress with some of these agents recently, including the uh, uh, checkpoint inhibitors and also the VEGF in inhibition. Isn't it a bit confusing for doctors right now? There has been multiple advances in treatment of kidney cancer along different combinations. I mean, I see that as a good thing. I mean, it's a lot of progress that we've been making uh, with, uh, with these VEGF IO combinations, a lot of progress that we've been making with the IPI Nevo, which is an IO IO combination. Um, I think what we need to, to do now is to kind of sort out if one patient population's better with one, another population with another, because one size does not fit all. So I think we. Uh, we need to learn more so we can individualize treatment uh, and also 
you know, we need to continue to make therapeutic games. So, I mean, there, there is an interest now even in terms of triplets where there's two immune therapies together with a TKI. And so I think, I think that, you know, this opens the door to more and more studies that will hopefully benefit more and more patients. In a busy clinic, what do you typically do for your patients? At Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, we, we put an, an emphasis on offering patients clinical trials. And so uh, uh, what I prefer to do is have a clinical trial option and a standard of care option. So I, I think right now, you know, the, um, the standard of care options are either um, uh, ipilimumab plus nivolumab, since it's approved in the United States, or tyrosine kinase inhibitors like sunitinib and cabozantinib. Again, not one size fits all. It's an individual approach. What do you think doctors should be taking home right now, then, from your investigation, the Javelin 101 study? I think it's proof of principle that by combining a VEGF TKI plus an, uh, an immunotherapy, that the response rates are very high and the progression-free survival is very long, and that looks, this looks like a very promising approach. But if I'm reading your words correctly, there's more to be done before it's all settled. Well, there's always more to be done. We have a lot to, a long way to go for patient cure, complete remission, less toxicity. There's a lot more work to be done. But the average doctor in a busy clinic won't be putting all of her or his patients into an investigation. So what would you say should be typical good practice? It depends on regulatory approval. I mean, right now, the agents that are uh, approved from a regulatory fashion are TKIs like sunitinib, cabozantinib, or the immune checkpoint combination, ipilimumab, nivolumab. So those are the options in first line. And in second line, again, there are, there are multiple options available, nivolumab, other TKIs. Uh, and uh, so th there are paradigms that we've sent up through the NCCN that help guide doctors in terms of choosing patients. And what brief word would you leave doctors with to think about? I think that the progress that we've made in kidney cancer is amazing over the last 20 years. Patients have many options now for treatment. Uh, patients are living a long time with kidney cancer. There's a lot of hope. And I think for uh, doctors need to kind of be aware of the options so they can really offer their patients their, their best chance for a long survival.